Duffy's where the elite made date Archie demands you speak, and Duffy ain't here. Hello, Duffy. Tonight, uh, Billy Burke, the movie actor. Huh? What's he like? Well, uh, just imagine one of them Sinatra fans grown up. Yeah. Yeah, she plays in them drawing room pictures. You know, oh, uh, pardon me, Mrs. Sinkwater. Uh, did I just drop some ice cream down your shirt? Yeah, Billy Burke, yeah, sort of a female Finnegan. Well, Duffy, a lot of people get paid for being dumb. Which reminds me, Duffy, how about that raise? Raise. More money. Raise. That's funny, I can hear you. Well, Duffy, you could give me a dollar raise. How about 75 cents? 50 cents? 35? Look, my pride's gonna enter this transaction any minute. Huh? Money ain't everything? Working for you, it ain't anything. <laughs> I'll call you back. Ah, oh, Eddie, how that Duffy hates to spend dough. Yeah. He sure hates to part with money. Don't he know he can't take it with him? There is one guy, Eddie, if he can't take it with him, I guarantee he don't go. <laughs> Broke. Uh, look, uh, you uh, you got any dough, Eddie? No. no. Uh, look, I just seen a guy tip you a quarter. Lead. <laughs> well, let's see it. Did you bite it? Mm, yeah, I bit it once, and I bit it twice, and before I knew it, it was gone. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Archer, how come you so suddenly so money conscious? Well, you see what's mainly bothering me is me. I can't afford to buy war bonds. You know, like a lot of other guys on this new drive, the government wants you to put 10% of your salary in bonds. I don't make that much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Neither do I, too. <laughs> and you see, the government needs it for ammunition. Yeah, if they relied on you and me, they'd be shooting BBs. <laughs> We gotta do something. Eddie, won't your girlfriend, Sonia Jones, lend you some dough to buy bonds? Oh, no, no. Just throw at me, because I'm always broke. Eddie, maybe she don't really love you. Oh, she loves me all right. The question is, can she afford me? <laughs> Look, Eddie, if a heart really belongs to you, dough shouldn't enter into it. Oh, a heart belongs to me all right. The trouble is, the rest of her goes out with guys who have dough. <laughs> Money, money, money. I just got to raise some dough some way. How about your song? Leave us face it. Well, uh, you see, I got a certain amount of income from that, but uh, I'm talking about real dough. Five or ten bucks. <laughs> I ain't talking no chicken feet. Finnegan, uh, how come you're so excited over Billy Burke? Sure, after all, she's an attractive dame, and I'm an edible bachelor. <laughs> Finnegan, the word is illegible. Illegible? Uh, uh, Arch, illegible is somebody who can't read. Can you read? No. Touche. Illegible. Hey, wait a minute. Here comes Crackpot O'Toole with Jack Ford. Hiya, Crackpot. Uh, what are you doing here tonight? I'm looking for Clipface Clifford. Clipface Clifford, uh, the safe cracker? Yeah. 
You're just missing me. Uh, just went out for lunch with Clancy the cop. Uh, what do you want with Crudface? Well, I'm thinking of giving up fortune. And I understand Crudface wants to sell his safe tracking route. Goodwill and all. Crackpot, you retiring from forging checks? Why, that's like if Albert Spaulding was to stop making baseballs. <laughs> I can't help it. It's getting so I despise the very word forgery. Crackpot, I'm glad your poor old dad ain't around to hear you say them words. <laughs> Crackpot O'Toole, the son of facsimile O'Toole. <laughs> the greatest forger that ever lived. He'd be hurt, Crackpot, if he knows. Maybe he does know. Maybe he knows everything that you do. You know, they, they hear about them things up in Sing Sing. <laughs> Two generations of forges. Why, that's a tradition you shouldn't forget, Crackpot. Two generations? The old tools have been forged since the founding of this country. <laughs> Pardon the uh, momentary levity, Crackpot. <laughs> but uh, look, with such a background, Crackpot, you mean to tell me you want to become a common, ordinary safe cracker? Well, Arch, I've been sort of thinking I'd like to get married and settle down. A little cottage small by a waterfall. Me own little warden to come home to. And maybe, who knows, a little crackpot running around. <laughs> but, uh, why switch to safe cracking? Well, look, Dodge, one day me kid's gonna look up at me and say, Daddy, what's your line of work? If I say, forger, it sounds like a sissy. But if I say, Sonny, last night your daddy blew open the first national bank, there's something he can brag about to his little playmate. <laughs> But crackpot getting married, that marriage is poison, you know. It, that is a sentence where there ain't no parole. And good behavior only makes it last longer. Arch, what's wrong with marriage? Oh, nothing. It's wonderful. But not for single guys. Believe me, for a bachelor, it's poison. Crackpot, don't listen to him. Marriage is the most noble experience a man can go through. Enemy propaganda. <laughs> now listen, Miss Duffy. Now take that radio program I listen to. What radio program? One second husband. Yeah, it's another one of them daytime serials. This one has absolutely been taken from true life. Who says so? The announcer. <laughs> it's the story of this girl, Millicent, who's made 22 husbands supremely happy. Just a minute. If these guys was all so supremely happy, why did they all divorce her? They didn't. They mostly killed themselves. Oh, sure. How much happiness can a guy stand? Uh, look. How often does this Millicent get a new husband? Every week. Every week a guy gets bumped off or divorced? They have to. They have to? Why? That's the idea of the program. Every Friday there's a contest for the name of the husband who starts Monday. <laughs> You mean they change the name of the program every week, like from 22nd to 23rd husband next week and 24th husband and so on? That's right. What did they call the program when it started? Millicent Murphy, Girl Wallflower. <laughs> Brother, a husband a week. Who sponsors this program? 
Frozenberg's undertaking power. Oh, well, uh, tell me, who is the, uh, Millicent's latest victim? His name is Cedric Frederick. Sounds like a cat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he is. You see, he has a friend of his who's been getting him to forge checks in Millicent's name. Now, Cedric and his friend are rolling in money when all Just of a sudden... Just a second. The guy is forging checks in Millicent's name and him and his friend is rolling in doom. Crackpot, are you listening to this? <laughs> to me, it's very boring. <laughs> to me, it's very interesting. Crackpot, you were talking about getting married before. Have you ever seen Billy Burke? Billy Burke? Yeah, a dame with a fat checking account and a simple signature. Not as a sense. <clears throat> a dame like Billy Pound. And uh, with that little gift of yours, uh, you marry her and the both of us is in the door. But, Arch, didn't you just tell me that marriage is Persian? Besides, how old a dame is this, Billy Boy? Well, to be frank with you, you know, she ain't Billy the kid. <laughs> But uh, you've got to remember, you see, uh, an older dame is always more mature. Uh, look, are you listening to me? What are you looking at there? Now, there's a tomato. I wouldn't mind marrying. Crackpot, that ain't no tomato. That's Benet Venuta, the singer. Very high-class tomato. Uh, strictly Park Avenue. Oh, a tomato, huh? <laughs> and with plenty of lettuce. Hey, what do you have to pay a dame like that? <laughs> What'd you say? What do you have to pay a dame like that? Nothing. Meals? No. Then why does she work here? She needs the dough. <laughs> Benny, uh, how about a song? Okay, Claude. Hey, boy, she sounds charming. Hey, Tomato, how's about you and me? do not trickle with this dame's emotions. Don't forget, you are practically an engaged man. <clears throat> Sing, Benet. Life's a game, but who can play it all alone? Every chap should hold a heart to call his own. At first sight, they told me When I saw you, I knew I had found the only love When I found you I know that you know That I'll go where you go I choose you, won't lose you I wish you knew how much I long to hold One more little kiss, say ninety-nine. I know that you know that I'll go where you go. I choose you, won't lose you. I wish you knew how much I long to hold you. Then ah, in the starlight, hold me tight with one more kiss.
goes in the groove at night, cooking right on the front burner. Oh, thank you, Eddie. Hey, Eddie, ain't that silly bitch? It sure is, right? I'm Archie. Oh, that's James. You look just like him. <laughs> Why, cool. Like Archie. But I am him. Well, I still think the resemblance is remarkable. <laughs> well, well, so you're Archie. Well, now I ain't so sure. <laughs> well, the next time I recognize you by your face, you have an easy face to remember, you poor thing. Look, there is nothing wrong with my face. Ah, uh, that's the spirit. Keep thinking that and no one can hurt you. Well, look, uh, be that as it may, and maybe it might, but uh, how, uh, how does the joint here look to you, Miss Blake? Well, just the same as ever, Archie. Yeah, Yes, just the same as it was last year. Nothing has been changed. Not even the tablecloth. Miss Burke, them tablecloths was turned over only just last week. And furthermore, how come you remember the tablecloths and you don't remember me? But I do remember you. Who are you? I'm Archie. Archie who? Archie the tablecloth. Oh. His name is a paranomiac. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I about oh, and oh, yes, yeah. uh, Mr. Clifton Finnegan, this is Miss Billy Burke. Oh, how do you do? Uh, gee, you're cute. <laughs> you're cute, too? Yeah, but you're cuter. No, no, I think you're cuter. Oh, one of them stubborn dames, eh? Well, all right, I'm cuter than you. Yeah. But <laughs> you're much cuter and much more intelligent. <laughs> oh, God. You're more intelligent than I am. Oh, no, no, you're more intelligent. No, no, you are. No, no, you are. <laughs> this one will be a dead heat. <laughs> well, Mr. Finnegan, it's nice to have had such a stimulating talk with you. Uh, thank you, Rusty. I'm stimulated, too. <laughs> well? So, uh... Well, goodbye, Rusty. Uh, goodbye, William. <laughs> Interesting conversation. Yes, Archie. A woman could be very happy with an intelligent man like that. You know, sometimes I say to myself, Billy, why don't you accept an offer of marriage from some intelligent man? Then I answer myself and I say, Billy, no intelligent man will ever ask you. Well, maybe I can help you out, huh, Miss Blake. How would you like to settle down in a little cottage small by a waterfall? Wait a minute, not me. I came here to talk for Crackpot. Now look, I got a guy for you named uh, Crackpot O'Toole. Young, attractive, a hard worker. What did he do? He writes. Uh, 
a nice, solid, settled kind of a guy. You know, not one of them flighty guys. This guy has been known to stay in one spot for from five to ten years. Uh, I think you should meet him. Well, Archie, this is sort of embarrassing. <laughs> Meeting a strange man almost sounds like matchmaking. Yeah, I guess it does. Well, what's wrong with that? Bring him in. <laughs> okay. can't marry this dame. Well, crackpot, it's your patriotic duty. Look, the government asked me to buy bonds. How can I buy bonds unless you marry this dame and get me some dough? There you go. By not... <laughs> By not doing it, you are a traitor to your country. <laughs> well, Arch... If it's for me, country... That's better, that's better, crackpot. Now, uh, let's see how you look. you got to impress the dame. Here, straighten your tie. Gee, they... They gave you a bum suit this time. <laughs> well... Now, uh, look, uh, what are you going to say to Miss Blake when you meet her? For instance, uh, uh, if you were going to ask her out to dine. Well, I say... Toots, how about you and me going out and tying on a feed bag? Crackpot. Why oh, explain that it's on me, of course. <laughs> Crackpot, really, you're as gauche as a goat. Uh, no. You say, uh, Miss Blake, I am charmed. Would you care to sup supper, uh, would you care to sup up supper with me this fortnight? <laughs> this fortnight? <laughs> fortnight. It's an English word. It means brunch. We better practice it. Come here, Finnegan. Uh, look, make believe you're a dame. See, I want the uh, crackpot to try something. So, what's he gonna try? Uh... Uh... It's uh, the idea is meeting a dame. Now you beat a dame. Okay, now uh, crackpot, let's try it. Uh, crackpot, meet uh, Miss Finnegan. Hello, Miss Finnegan. Are you busy tonight? Uh, well, I was gonna stay home and rinse out a few things. <laughs> So far, so good. Now, Crackpot, a compliment. Okay, Arch. Miss Finnegan, them is lovely diamonds you is wearing. Gosh. Oh, this is last year. You're doing great, Crackpot. Doing great. Now, the proposal. Miss Finnegan, 
How's about us getting hitched? So, uh, so will you support me? Yes. So, will you buy me pretty clothes? Yes. So, will you buy me a beautiful house? Yes. So, gee, I wish I was a dame. <laughs> so, I think you're a wonderful crackpot. Hey, Arch, you got me practicing with a moron. <laughs> Why do you think you're going to propose to? <laughs> you see, I want you training under actual battle conditions. So I'll, I'll be going if nobody wants me. Okay, Finnegan. Hey, Miss Arthur. Yeah, Eddie. Now, to me, this whole thing sounds jelly. <laughs> Eddie, you mean that you're trying to discourage me from buying bonds? Yeah, but you're going to get us in trouble. Don't worry, Eddie. This game is foolproof. Yeah. You are the fool and this is the proof. <laughs> Don't be such a skeptic. Come on, Crackpot, let's go. Oh, Miss Blake, uh, uh, Miss Blake, I would like to present you with Mr. O'Toole. Uh, Mr. O'Toole, Miss Blake. Miss Blake, Mr. O'Toole. Crackpot, Crackpot. How do you do, Miss Blake? Oh, please call me Billy. Billy. That name strikes a tender note in me. Billy. I was once hit over the head with a Billy. You mean you was hit over the head with a billy too? No, no, no. In my case, it was a careless nurse. The, uh... The soulmate and his soulmate. Mr. O'Toole, do you read much? Whenever I get time. <laughs> he reads quite a bit. Have you ever... Have you run across a tree grows in Brooklyn? Is it near Ebbets Field? <laughs> I don't know. I'm only up to page four. Look, quit doodling with the chit-chat, crackpot. Uh, pop the question. Oh. Miss Boyd, would you care to honor me by marrying me this fortnight? Well, Mr. O'Toole, I don't usually marry strange men, but I feel that you are a man I can trust. Well, you certainly can. I used to be a trustee. Oh, a trustee? Uh, yeah, Crackpot used to be with a bank, you know, on the uh, board of trustees. <laughs> oh, thank you, Mr. O'Toole. I accept your proposal. Good, good. Uh, Miss Boyd, on which bank do you carry your checking account? Checking account? Why, I wouldn't think of having a checking account. All my money is in war bonds. No checking account? Hey, Yarch, I've been roped in. Don't look at me. I warned you. I told you marriage was poison for bachelors. Don't blame it on me. <laughs> Duffy's, whether you ain't made Dean Archie speaking. Oh, Duffy. Yeah, that's right. Uh, next week, uh, Major Bowes is going to be here. Hey, you ain't kidding. Major Bowes from the amateur hour. Yeah, I can hardly wake myself. Everybody will be around here. Good night, Duffy. So long. <laughs> This broadcast is a presentation of the Armed Forces Radio Service.